0: reading top to bottom left to right group words together as a sentence take Tylenol for any headaches might offer any cramps what's up motherfuckers and welcome to another not another shitty book club obviously if you've been listening to our podcast you know what this is book club rated r so if this is your first time joining us i apologize you better go back and listen to the last two because you're gonna be totally lost here so we have been reading the relic master by christopher buckley yes thank you sorry so um anyone want to give a recap what we kind of what we're what point we're at
1: (laughs) Jumps? okay um well we (laughs) went quite a bit um it's gonna be spoilers by the way yes spoiler alert because you know an old book um I uh, have to remember, a lot happened, basically. So last time we left, yeah. we left off last week, um, Paul Dismas was being arrested because they, they caught that the fact that his Jesus Shroud was faked. Um, and so he was hung up literally like a marionette, um, which sounds <laughs> gruesomely awful. Um, and so uh, it was up to Frederick, his uncle Frederick, like not real uncle, but Uncle Frederick, um, to come in and save the day. And so he bought Dismas' life, basically, um, in in exchange with Albrecht for a lot of relics, um, but also the fact that Dismas had to pay penance by um, capturing the quote-unquote real Jesus shroud uh, from another castle that that was being displayed. Um, And so after he recovers from his torture, he kind of puts together a little group of three three, um, Italian dudes um, and his uh, artist friend who faked the shroud um, and they head off to capture the Wheel Shroud. Um, along the way, they run into a woman who's being hunted as a witch. Um, and then they are able to rescue her and end up actually killing the Count who is chasing her in a, in a pretty epic battle. That
2: was pretty cool. um, they,
1: they get to the castle. Um, they're trying to devise a plan on how to get in. Um, but they kind of fake their way into the castle by pretending that they are the dead Duke that they killed. Um, and now they'll uh, put together a plan to capture the Shroud. Um. So, like, that's kind of a, a general recap. Obviously, a lot of details that we need to need to discuss. Um, a lot, a lot happened in in this section of the book. Yeah,
2: we'll be covering chapters thirteen through thirty four in this one, right? This yes. Is- yes. We okay. end
0: on the worst fucking chapters. We really do end on the worst fucking chapters. Oh,
3: well, you fell asleep yes. on the last three too, like I did.
2: Yeah. I oh. I I thought honestly. I thought the first half of it was really cool when they were fighting and stuff like that. It was like totally different than anything that's happened in the book so far. And then it's snooze um,
3: after that for a little bit.
2: It it was a snooze fest for me uh-huh. afterwards. Uh oh. I wanna bring I'm, one detail out before we overlook this. So
0: did you snooze like after you know they got to the town and they were taking care of Magda mm-hmm. and you know the three guards were like having a fuck fest all week long? You snooze yeah, during after, that? After
2: that,
3: after that like the last few episodes where you're there
2: when they're impersonating the Duke and stuff, yeah. and they're like at the uh, dinner table, and it's just yeah, that like, was fucking boring. dude, that
0: was fucking no, that was entertaining as shit. He was basically telling that the uh, holy guy, I don't know if he was a du- uh, a deacon or whatever, <laughs> that basically the Pope is full of fucking shit. So yeah. that was fucking interesting.
1: I, I enjoyed. It. I enjoyed like the the character development through the dialogue. Um, I enjoyed this in- yeah, I'll, I'll get into this in, in a bit, but there's actually a lot of philosophy that was being thrown around and some references and stuff that was really cool. Uh, but I, I thought it was really interesting to kind of see how they were developing the plan and they weren't just these like super geniuses like you see in a lot of other heist movies that they kind of had to stumble their way into the right thing.
0: Yeah, I really feel like I'm Magda in this whole fucking group. Like you three are the Italian soldiers because we got James who's <laughs> like the leader, we got uh, Juan who can't get. Juan who can't like get a hard on and so he's got to go get go to the apothecary and get the special <laughs> potion and then he tells Zach about it and Zach's like oh I want some special potion too and you
2: know I you just take too much of, of it or it. your lungs will explode
0: <laughs> I think I'm missing
3: something here Martha I always have a hard on <laughs> oh
0: shit
2: <laughs> that's a secret I have yeah, a question
1: can't go soft if you're always hard
2: I have a question <laughs> All
1: right, go for it Zach what's your question
2: so okay, so when they were when they got to the castle, they were impersonating the duke that they killed. Yes. They okay, yes. the at that point, him. it was it was honestly it was really hard for me to pay attention when they There's got a to that lot point. of names
3: being dropped. At that it point. was a lot After of that.
2: names. It was a lot happening, in, or not a lot really happening, and it wasn't really my attention. I couldn't keep it, and so it was hard yeah. for me to tell who they were exactly or what they were supposed to be. I know who and they then,
3: were. I just didn't know the other names. that were And being then their dropped. plan
2: when. Dismas was telling it to Magda was that for real when he was talking about like, he was was being being sarcastic. sarcastic. Okay, I thought so but I was like when they were saying that's like this is the stupidest fucking plan I've ever had in my life. That's what what I was thinking. Okay.
1: Yeah, he was just saying like, I have no plan. So the best plan we have is to make a human lotto just snatch it off the wall. Like, yeah. that's how ridiculous it is. I was that, like, he was like, it was like that, a 70-foot
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Too. Okay. is that
0: when James when was saying he was reading the synopsis of the books, it's Ocean Eleven meets, I don't remember what he said, but, like... I said I that. keep thinking, I keep waiting for the Ocean's Eleven. Oh, you did. So I keep waiting for the Ocean's Eleven. So I take everything he said as sarcasm, and I keep waiting for the fucking twist at the end.
2: mm mm-hmm. so.
3: Here, I think we're... We covered a lot of ground in this week, from chapter thirteen to thirty-four. So we're missing some things. Let's go back a little bit towards the yes. beginning of thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, when Dismas is, you know, he's being tortured at this point, basically.
2: He's like nearly dead by the time but, he gets released. Yeah, yeah they're they're there's one detail that I really yeah. want to bring that I wanted to bring last week
3: too. Do you so remember that's... the signature on the shroud? How they how he signed it?
1: Yes. Yes.
3: <laughs> With semen.
1: Yes, yeah,
3: he, he painted the ceiling. I really, I don't know why, but my brain zeroed in, honed in on that detail. Uh-huh.
2: I'm
1: like, well, like I, I love how they, they called it like man milk or something like that too. Yes, like it, it, it was some awful name. Like, oh my goodness, <laughs> muscle milk. <laughs> <laughs> so I got my spunk, man milk by one. <laughs> let, let me also go back to those first few chapters, and let me just say that Nas, like the oldest, I'm not gonna try to pronounce his real name because I can't say it. Um, but the oldest, I absolutely love his wife, Agnes. Agnes was the shit, awesome a, character. A fuck, so yeah. She cracked yeah. me up the whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>, she just <laughs> reminded me of that
2: cranky, like that cranky oh, wife lady. that you always see in like movies and yes. stuff like that. that Do- Doesn't give a fuck. Like, ah, oh, you're doing this, ah, huh? you're doing that, huh? You better oh, bring yeah, home yeah. the bacon. I love that she was even doing. she
1: was even telling off like imperial soldiers like people who are like representing the emperor. She was like, "Fuck you, like get out of my house!" <laughs> <laughs> like she was the shit. I love that character. I, I was cracking up the whole time she was in yeah. that chapter. She kind of has to be
0: like that because Nars or Drewer, whatever you what, both his names. He's kind Come of out. a dick. Oh,
1: he's so a major dick.
0: He, he, he's a sociopath. Yeah. So if you're married <laughs> to a dick, you either are going to be
1: like. The
0: artist, the artist, the artist is Drew, Drur- or Nars.
1: So, what do you guys think of the scene where Frederick met Albert and pushed him for the first time? Oh,
0: the
3: the Mexican standoff. Yes, that was, no, that, was <laughs> that was pretty badass.
1: That
3: was pretty fucking badass, right there. They're just going back and we're like, oh no, this is like they're they're bidding on someone's life. Like not do yeah. nothing to them.
0: Well, it's it's all about too, like, cause Albert is you know he's in his late twenties and frederick's a really older guy so it's that whole like you know frederick's got like respect and stuff cuz he's older he's actually a decent person and albrick's basically bought himself with his bought himself into the church and into that lifestyle so he's Albrecht. like yeah. fucking uppity and has no respect for frederick even though frederick has like everyone's respect the thing so that makes me
2: <laughs> the thing that makes me mad about Albrecht is just the Hypocrisy that he has. It's like he he gets so pissed off at Dismas because he got duped because of the shroud, but yet he still paid a ton of money for that fake boat and shows it off and acts like it's the real thing. But he knows he, it's fake. Well, he's he escape does, though. He
3: doesn't he, get Frederick though. At that point, I mean, he's, he yeah, he
1: doesn't want to be lied to. It's all it's all about yeah. his pride. Yeah. So that's it. That makes me mad though. Mad respect to Frederick
3: that. though, man. He stood up. And, he's a boss. Yeah. He did everything to get Dismas out out
1: of there. Yeah. I mean, it reminded like, me of I, I that. Mean, I was going to say, I love, like, I think Frederick got the best line in when he, like, when he's talking to Albert, and he says, I'm sure you're going to handle the, the cardinal ship um, with the humility for which you are known. And I was like, <laughs> damn! If that is a bone, Albert can't even, I can't even acknowledge that's a bone because he has to pretend that he actually does have humility, but everyone knows he doesn't. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. What a great insult. Because,
0: because he's <laughs> a fucking child. He is. He's He's just a child who's bought himself into the church and is like, you know, wants to be the big bag, like, Ivan the Terrible kind of shit, and you know.
2: He's like Jared Kushner. Oh, ouch. (laughs) It it really reminded me of that scene in Game of Thrones where Cersei and Littlefinger are first talking, it's like in the first earlier seasons, and she's like, power is, like, I have, I know what power is, and she's like, guards, take this man, like, it is like, that's that's what that standoff between yeah. Albrick and uh, Frederick kind of reminded think, yeah. me of. Just yeah. the power dynamic. Who has the real thing. power.
1: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And can we just talk about the fact that one of the relics that Frederick had to give up was the foreskin of Jesus Christ?
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That, that I, I, I thought I, I heard like, that part what? correctly when they said that. <laughs> Yeah. First For some of all, that...
3: Zach decided to bring that up in personal conversation. Like, did you did you hear about the foreskin? This foreskin is I'm like, okay.
2: What? Oh my God. But uh, yeah, that that threw me off because it was. Yeah. Wouldn't it be like, hundred fifteen, like hundreds of like thousands of years old? Like yeah, crumbly. It'd, be...
0: and... it'd just be a calcified skin
2: culture. Oh, <laughs> but you could just like yeah. pick up anything and say. This was the foreskin of Mr. But that's
0: what, ma- that's what yeah, makes that's the, the whole book point right. of the relic. Yeah.
2: I know. I know. We exactly. talked about this last week. That's we, the whole talked in, exactly. we talked about it last week. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know.
0: But moving but on. It's so just funny.
2: It's just funny to me.
0: Although I do. We need to talk about how like Frederick was like basically telling NARS that you hope I you better hope this goes well or you're about to get it like 20 times worse. Because Frederick yeah. plays this really nice guy and, you know, he's really, you know, he's got Luther in his kingdom, and he's not doing anything to Luther. But he basically told Nari, is like, you better hope, pray hard, this goes well.
1: He, love
3: his master. Master.
1: he, he loves his Yeah, I was going to say, it shows how much yeah. he cares for this master, Like truly cares for him.
0: Yeah, but we just so, saw how badass Frederick's was. Like, Frederick is yeah. like this frail old man, but he's like, nah, bitch. I'll get you.
3: On my beer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I thought that was pretty good, and of course, like I said, I love the three guards. Like they are the comic relief.
1: It's like the three of the fucking weird.
0: story. They were kind yeah, of
3: douches at the beginning, though. You know that, right?
1: Yeah, I was gonna, gonna ask. Like, like, they, they were kind of douches.
0: Like,
3: like, they, I mean, I was like,
1: think was, like how they changed over time. Like, obviously, like I think everyone's perception probably changed from the beginning but to like where we are now.
0: Again, they don't know Dismas or Nars. So they're just going on this fucking journey as basically, if he. If he tries to run, kill him. If he... So they're under orders. They're still soldiers. So, yeah. yes, they're dicks, but I understand it because they don't really know these people. They don't have a, a relationship. They're just there as hired hands, like, if he does anything, kill him. So I well, can't blame them for being dicks.
1: And you also have to remember that we're seeing this basically from Dismos's point of view. And he hated them right up front. So we hated them right up front. But as he got to know them and as we got to know them, obviously, the, like, their characters changed and became, like, like, friendlier and funnier and everything else.
2: It really changed right. after they met Magda, I think. Yeah. Oh, after she
3: pulled off that, you know, this is me, I'm here, come get me scene right there. What? When she's running in front of everything. But, They're fighting it out on the oh, field. yeah. And she just, yeah,
1: before the battle. Yeah. Yeah. So and let's she's... talk about that battle, man. Like, that was... That, that was, was completely a,
3: different from
2: anything in the book. It was awesome. That was the it best part of it so far. I think that was produced yeah. by M-N-M-Sham-M-N-M-N-M.
1: Yeah. Shama-Lama-Ding-Dom. That, that, that was the moment I was like, this book could make a good movie. Like, this is some epic shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Just that one thing, though. Just that one thing.
0: <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I love at the end, whenever, you know, the smoke clears, and what's-his-name is cutting off uh, the Lord's
2: the fingers, fingers, yeah. To get the, oh, to get the jewelry, yeah, and then
0: and then they're fucking having a bitch fest about not wanting to bury the bodies. It's like, well, if we bury the Good horses, it'll take all day and night. I don't want to bury the horses. So I was like, oh my god, <laughs> because you don't
1: see That's that
2: shit in battle.
3: Yeah. I'll be, i with you. I, my heart dropped a little bit when they said that Magna was dead. When they thought she was dead, I didn't care. I know, I did. I liked her. She immediately went no, I, her I, her I her was no. I was sad. Like, yeah. I was my my hard yeah. job like no, you just introduced a
1: badass woman, you killed yeah. her off I mean, like a chapter was, later. I didn't have anything.
3: Come on.
1: <laughs> it was really sweet, like I can't remember his name, but that one Italian guy who set off the bomb, like how bad he felt, because he's like, I didn't see her I didn't see her And he just it, like he was he was instantly like he was so sad that he almost killed her.
3: Mm-hmm. That was the moment so, they changed though, that right there. Yeah. When when yeah. they saw that she was willing to die for them. And then she almost did die for them. Yeah. Speaking
0: in the similar I, situation, did you guys have whenever they did the cross test? Did you guys think of the fucking <laughs> uh, mighty Python? I was, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking
2: about that. Yeah. I was thinking was about the bridge. Scene. Python. I was thinking about the bridge scene from that from Mon- from Monty Python. You know, he has that like test to get past the bridge and
1: stuff. Oh but, yeah. I was thinking
0: of the duck, if a duck floats, and yeah. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> like, how, yeah. It's
1: like, how can we tell she's made out of wood? Build a bridge out of them <laughs> <laughs> She turned me into a newt,
2: a newt dude.
1: Oh, I got pizza. I just, yeah. I just, I love that part too because, like, the, the tests are like, set her on fire, and if she if she doesn't bone, she's a witch. And throw yeah. in the water, and if she doesn't sink, she's a witch. Well, so she's dead if, if she's, if, yeah, If she's not a witch, she's dead. <laughs> like, you're either a witch or you're I just, dead. I just damn give not, and damn if you are. That's the way it is. That really sucks for women. The I way damn. they
0: believe, like, this all comes down to the Spanish Inquisitions, you know, that's, that's what they believed. Like, oh, you died? Oh, well, then your soul will be in purgatory, and we'll We'll pray for it.
1: Like what? <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, you I was just in prayers. Me. Speaking of that, actually, I want to talk. I had one question about the battle scene. Like towards the end, when Dismas sees the count, um, and the count wants to confess before he dies, and Dismas actually like prays over him and does the sign of the cross, and we never get a, get a translation of what he says because it's in it's in um, Latin. So we never we we don't really know what he says. So what like, what did you guys think? Was hey. he was he damning him or was he saving him? No,
3: no. From, I mean, he was saving from being him. Catholic, coming from a Catholic family, you can almost Catholic background. You can almost tell what he's saying. He's basically okay. saying the, like the the prayer
2: they always say when someone over someone's dying body. Yeah, I I I thought in later part in the book, I thought he mentioned that. Right? Like, he was talking
1: with... Them. Maybe I'm misremembering. No, no, no. no, I thought no that been... happened. Okay.
3: No, they well, talked about it right after, right, too.
1: Yeah, he, he said, I sent them to hell, but did he just yeah that to, like, make the other guys feel bad? Yeah, he just, yeah, he just Oh, I see. I see. Uh, they,
2: I think, they, I mean, I think just knowing how Dismas is, I don't think he did that. Yeah, he's yeah, just... Yeah, because like,
0: Dismas, this whole journey, you know, Dismas is like, nothing should be going right. Why is this working out? Like, I did the worst thing possible. My soul is damned. And so he's got that, you know, regret yeah. uh, he- he- uh heavy on him. So obviously, I don't think he would damn a soul to hell.
2: Mm-hmm. Especially when he's so relig- and when he's so into it at that point when he's thinking that he's going to purgatory and stuff.
1: Yeah, I did think that was really interesting that he is like he's he kind of is going through his penance, right? Like he like he's finding salvation through this journey, through through this task. And even though it's a bullshit task, it's, it is kind of walking for Dismas. Yeah. I, I think it might actually save his soul.
3: So, so I
1: thought that was really interesting.
3: Speaking of that scene, what's the name of the Count again? I forgot his name. Uh, Count. Um, Did they Ludo. mention that he ended up forcing himself on Magda?
0: Yes, that's oh, yes. Whatever she, yeah. when she gets found in the wagon.
3: Yeah, yeah, I was like, damn.
0: I was like,
1: Yeah, He lock, locked Magda in the tower for it sounds like years, for a long time, and basically had his. I think, with like,
3: I, I think I thought it was months. I think she literally said like for for like ten months or like that.
1: Oh, it was it was a long time. I don't remember what, how long it was. He was
0: raping her because she she yeah. was so beautiful. He just was raping her, and then when but she, she escaped, witch, he got mad and was like, "She's a witch. Let's kill her." <laughs> yeah,
3: trying to save face, basically.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That was I don't know that part was uh, I thought uh, that uh,
0: all comes down to like when you have power you can do whatever the fuck you want I mean that that goes to the scene with the dinner when they get to the where the shroud is being held in Channery and they were burning kids in the pastries they had killed children for just yeah, a fucking the, party trick.
1: It's both noting the Pope it. that the, the Pope was doing this the Pope was baking children into pies. You don't have you don't party have trick. Yes, that's one of the syphilis. <laughs>
0: oh like my man. God. Yeah, because yeah, back then the popes w- didn't have the same rules they do now. Like they were <laughs> married. They came from families that would like you know the popeship would be passed down to. They would have lots and lots of sex. Like it, it's not like how it was. How yeah, it is
1: I, now. I, I I did love okay. when Nars basically called that out when he was like, oh, is mm-hmm. like aren't clergy supposed to be banned from hunting?" And like, oh, well, the Pope isn't clergy, it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> and they had to kind like, backtrack and like he just completely called them out to their faces
0: because um, holiness, like he is his holiness. So, well, if he's not clergy, like, what is he?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah. rules for thee, but not for me. If that sounds familiar for
1: what's going on now, then oh, yeah, yeah. things yeah. haven't changed, <laughs> even with people in power, like they want to separate themselves, and like, I'm more powerful than you. <laughs> thing
2: I kind of thought that was uh the most interesting besides the battle for me was the when they were talking about how they're going to get the shroud. And I don't remember who mentioned it, but one of them was like, why don't we just kill? The oh, yeah. I or something that, yeah. Like that. And then Dismas is like, no, we can't do that. You know, that's eternal damnation and everything. And one of them's like, well, we already was, like slaughtered those guys in the forest. What's, what's <laughs> a couple more? <laughs> But it's just the context, uh, I guess. They were defending themselves in the forest. And then in this one, they would yeah. be killing themselves to steal a holy relic from Jesus Christ. So it'd be like, I, I
1: guess, but it's still murder.
2: <laughs>
0: like, okay, so now that everyone... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, James. I
1: was just saying, like, that's what's so interesting about it, though, is that like, yeah, killing is killing. But the also those different degrees of killing. Like, like, like there's some killing that is just and some killing that's not. Mm-hmm. Um and like I think that like that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. Like there's a lot of philosophy that's thrown about in this extra of the book. Um and one of the ones like they bring up a lot is Machiavelli. Um I think it's Knows. The Prince*. I, yeah, he talks about Machiavelli a lot, and that name, like it it, it when well, well, a bell so I looked it up, and he was the one who wrote the whole like The Prince. Like uh, basically a book on leading. Yeah. Um and I have it, I need to read it too. Oh, cool. But his, like, his main philosophy summed up is the ends justify the means. Oh,
2: okay. And that's, that's his right
1: whole true. philosophy. And so I think, think that's really interesting that they brought that into this book, like that Christopher Buckley wrote that into this, when that's exactly what they're doing, right? Like we're going to steal the shroud, but the ends justify the means. Like what we're doing is bad, but why we're doing it is good. And I right. thought that was really interesting. Is it really good or not, though? That's for Who, Jesus. Christ. Yeah, that's for JC. Yeah, who's this thing? Oh, good old JC. Well, <laughs> that's what this was be Like, were.
0: we don't even know if this is real. Like, the shroud might not even be real. Well, yeah. by
3: by their accounts, said, oh, it survived a fire, it survived this, it survived that. It has to be the real shroud of it's Jesus Christ. Miracles. Okay,
0: they've said that. Then how come the shroud that, uh, what's his name, the fish, uh, Arch,
1: uh, Albert? Fish it.
0: Albert. Yeah, when he had it, cured people.
1: Well, those the were fake. Problems, they, they, they 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 those yeah. Were fake. Yeah,
0: but still, like anybody can say, like, "Oh, it yeah. it did this; it went through but that." I mean,
1: towards the end of what we were reading, Dismas himself was struggling with that. Like, right? he's like, "I don't believe this is real," but like everything is going our way; like everything's like lighting up. That it's almost as if this is real, and God wants us to have it. And so it, it's pointing You're towards it. This, this is a good thing. That point, I think it, it just it it kind could of be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that could be it. Oh, I mean, um, I think that he's honestly something to believe. Is is my interpretation of it, but we'll see.
2: I get, way- I get, I get, I just, I keep thinking like whenever people say something like that, it it just always gets me thinking about. And this is a topic we don't have to delve into because it's a deep kind of topic. But free will versus the the is it determination or is it determined kind of thing? Like, it, it was God, if there is a God, is there free will? You know, it's kind of like that's what I always kind of think about because is God telling him that he needs to do this? or like forcing little things throughout the universe to make him do this, or is yeah. he thinking this on his own for his own benefit kind of thing. I don't know, that's, that's just what I, I kind of go to. I'm so that.
1: glad you brought that up, Zach. <laughs> like Aww. so happy, Thank because you. honestly, I, I got a lot of that same stuff out of this about free will versus <laughs> like, like I, divinity. I, I think about and, that so much. Yeah, but what's, what's really interesting, again, like I always kind to do my research, I, lo- I love a lot of the references in this book. But they reference The Garden of Earthly Delights. It's a painting by Bosch. And I've never seen it before, so I looked it up. I actually sent you guys a copy of it.
2: Um, but I looked it up. At,
1: right now? Yeah. Um, and it's, okay. it's a really interesting painting. Um, so Sounds if you're like, listening yeah. to this, yeah. um, go ahead and look it up. But what's really cool about it is that the the main interpretation of that painting is it's all about free will. About how God created man. It shows the Garden of Eden. Then it shows the Garden of Earthly Delights, which is Earth. And it shows man like basically doing whatever they want and they go to hell because they have free will and they, they chose bad. Mm-hmm. But they, ref, they reference that in the, in the book and they compare it to Dante's Inferno. And Dante's Inferno is oh, yeah. very much about um, the determinism the to, the and di- divine justice. That yeah. what, is, what will happen is what's supposed to happen and that we don't have free will.
3: Don't they talk and about so, Dante's Inferno in the book
2: too?
1: They yeah. Do. They yes. so it, it's interesting that they, they compare those two paintings and they're really comparing the philosophy of free will versus the philosophy of divine justice, um, and and I thought like like the whole like everything that's written about this is like kind of leading up to that kind of basic basic argument: is are we doing this because we're supposed to because God tells us to, or are we doing it because we just want to do it?
2: Yeah, or like. You never know. I mean, that, that's that's a conversation that can go back and forth, back and forth for years. It's like, yeah, that's what I love about kind of sidetrack here. That's what I love about East of Eden by Steinbeck, because that that really goes into it versus free will versus determinism and everything like that. And that's well, it's one of my favorite books ever. And so that it's whenever I read things like that, that's just usually what I kind of think about. And it's it's just interesting because I don't I don't know the answer, to be honest with you.
1: Well, no one does. I mean, that's part of the fun of it, right? Was I I hungry
2: this afternoon, or was I craving, you know, chocolate because I was hungry, or because the bacteria in my gut were releasing signals that made it want, you know,
1: sugar? Yeah, you you had a a sugar imbalance. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So it's like, you know, it's little things. Like, it's just, I don't know. But go on. We can... um, so this painting, this I, is supposed to represent
1: free will? So basically... On so on the... Yeah, yeah. so on the one you linked in the
3: description?
1: Yeah, so the one said it's the Garden of Earthly Delights, and it's a three, three-sided painting. Yeah. Um, and all, the left panel is the Garden of Eden, and it's about... Oh, I see that. Like, it's yeah. about God basically creating uh, Eve and, show, and displaying her, presenting her to Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the middle panel is Earth, and it's, it's about the, the reign of man, how man that uses free will to basically be corrupt and evil There's and so bad much going it's on in this, so what's and, the third one is am I the
3: man basically? And
1: then the, the third one is hell. And like where we go because we we use our free will in bad ways to, to make bad decisions and to, 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 to sin, we go to hell. Um and honestly this is a it's a different depiction of hell than I've ever seen before. It's not yeah it's, it's, it's not like fiery and yeah. Yeah. It, it It's definitely more of like a mind fuck. Like, it just is like, 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 we're going to torture you mentally for all yeah. eternity. Like, it's not just like we're going to, like, you know, put pikes to your feet and set you on fire. Like, we're going to, like, make you go absolutely mad, wave, like, like waving mad.
2: Well, it's like, uh, who was it from the Greek tragedies? of Sisyphus or something like that? The guy that would roll the boulder up the hill and then it would just roll down and keep rolling up and down, keep rolling up and down.
1: Yeah. So it's it's just interesting to kind of see like different different interpretations around the same same era about like how man is and how we go to hell if we don't do what's right and everything else. No, I agree.
2: I and it's interesting to think about like heaven and hell in itself. If there is, if it is determination, uh, if the if it is determined, the universe is determined. Why would there be a hell? You know what I mean? I feel like. Heaven and hell. There's a choice, and people make that choice. So Juan, where you grew up in a Catholic family, and you went to a Christian high school, where what was kind of your interpretation, or if you had any kind of interpretation on in the book, well, like if that, yeah, like free will versus determination, if that, if that kind of like in the book, if that reminded you of anything, if not, then you don't have to. I want
3: to think we all. This is my personal belief. I want to think that we all have free will. It's not predetermined. But there are moments in life where you're like that shit goes down. I'm like, man, this is just too perfect for it to be not planned out. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It just in growing up in a in a religious family, growing up going to a religious school, is just like they put so so much emphasis on, hey, your life is set out for you. You have no will. You put your trust in this deity, in this faith, and it will lead you to where you had to go. And that's I think that's a dangerous philosophy. I think blindly following something that you can't see or just put your faith in blamelessly like that it just leads to these it cults. just leads yeah yes cults thank you
1: mm-hmm. Well, it just, gives too know. much it gives too much power to authority it and, does it well, does that's, that's but, the
0: whole point yeah
1: I, yeah i think that's what the book is really trying to, t- to talk about with that that you, you can't always just trust the people in power to tell you the right thing and so you have to kind of go to it, that the book but, shows that power usually, is
3: corrupt yeah,
1: yeah, they're
2: gonna do what benefits them the most and what keeps their power. I mean, that's any position of power, you know.
3: I, I think this book does it, tries to show that free will and both faith and free will both can corrupt a person. There's no really no right way. It's just whatever you want. It's, to it's your
2: actions, and you have to be responsible for your actions and your thoughts and stuff.
1: Yeah, and there's no like there is no like right and wrong like you know, but those. Like everyone has different convictions, right? Be, yeah, you can try to be good for what you believe in, but that's that's all we can do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think it's interesting. Like they, they start talking about Luther again a little bit more in this section. Yeah, um, and what, one of the big things that Luther was talking about, um, kind of you know, in the background of what's going on, is that salvation doesn't come from priests. Salvation comes from faith. Yep. Um, I thought like that, like the the fact that that was sacrilegious to say at the time, like that was hearsay, is what they called it. That's mm-hmm. that salvation comes from faith. Like I can't, I can't believe that that phrase would ever be hearsay, like would ever be looked down upon, because now it's like most faiths and most churches seem to accept that that statement. Belief at is
3: least. what causes but, the salvation, right
1: there. Yeah. Well, it's funny so,
2: because. Juan and I were talking before the podcast and he was telling me about somebody he knew they had gotten COVID and they went to church to get it or they'd gotten it when they went to church. And I was like, well, like it's just like everything we were talking about on the podcast. Like why not? Why do they have to go to church to, I don't get it. A church is a building. Yeah.
3: It's a building. It is what, how you
2: celebrate or how you worship. Yeah, but right. like do it online, there, and you can still get there's that something in the Bible.
0: There, there's something in the Bible that says that you have to congregate. and so people interpreted that as that you go to church, like you're supposed to go and con congregate with others and discuss, you know, and be around other people of faith. But I think we misinterpret that because I think we as like us four can congregate. I mean, not about faith, but we conjugate as a group. We talk. We're
3: doing it, we're doing it right now. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I think it's this whole fact that, you know, we've been pushing these ideals for centuries about that. You have to go to church. You have to be seen on that front pew. You have to pay your tidings. You have to be, you know, volunteering for everything that goes on. It's it's always this have to do these things.
3: I want to bring up and, one thing about real quick about that on that note right there, what you're saying, I think bringing it to what's going on right now in our current world right now in our in America right now with the election mm-hmm. going on. A big factor of what and my, my personal belief is that there's a lot of people that are scared of change. Everyone has been set in their ways about Republican Party, Democratic Party, good, bad, or whatever. And I'm, I'm like, there's a new generation coming up. Okay, we cannot doubt that. And they all, all have different beliefs. And it's going to be a different place coming up. And what I'm trying to say is everyone is set in their ways that America should be this. It's a God-fearing country. And they will, They divided the country because of that, in my
2: opinion. Well, I think, uh, I mean, I, I agree with that because when I was at my old job, the one before I had this one, there was a, a lady there, because I started out as a temp, and there was a lady there that she was a temp for four or five years at that place. Oh and goodness. she was perfectly fine with that. She didn't care about, and that's okay, she didn't care about like advancing or anything like that. Just some people, they love... Staying the same, being in yep. that steady state, and everything. Like they can with that.
0: We are called yeah. creatures of habit for a reason. Yeah, change. So, their- yeah,
2: there's things that I do that I don't want to change. You know, it's like yeah, I, yeah we, we do it. We all do it. To That's a degree. I mean. That's why I keep Zach around.
0: But I'm always I'm <laughs> the firm, I'm the firm believer that change is inevitable. Everything it is
2: inevitable. changes. It is inevitable. Yeah. So, Thanos is. Do inevitable.
0: I do I always like it? No, I mean, you know. Things when people, you know, change like of 2020. Do I like the changes that have happened this year? Fuck no. no. Do I wish we could change it? Yeah, but is it it's the ripple effect? It's No, it's the ripple effect. Everything that's happening now is causing a ripple for the years and years to come.
1: And yeah, so and, and everything that I happened change, this year is because of what's happened before.
0: It, and it all comes down to, like, James and I talk about this all the time with, like, how we met and whatnot, that if I had met him sooner, the things that I've gone through in my life might've affected how him and I are like my personality and stuff. And so maybe him and I wouldn't have worked out because I would be a completely different person. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: I don't know. I'm a big believer that you need the change. Like change is not good, but it like I said, it's inevitable and there are causes and effects from change. So I I don't know. Yeah. I'm never like against change do I like it all the time? No, but <laughs> there there's a, there's always in my life there's always an outcome. And I'm the type of person that always looks for signs. You guys are talking about free will and stuff. I always look for signs. Like
1: she does. the other she day really does.
0: We, the other day we're at Starbucks and we were getting those fucking free cups. And my sister wanted one, she didn't get one. And so I was like, "Okay, I got to, you know, we got back from a doctor's appointment. I was like, I'll run to Starbucks and see if they still have them." And so I go to order and she's I was like hey do you have any more of those cups she goes yes so I have to order a drink so I order my drink and at that moment a song by BTS comes on and I'm like oh my god it's BTS it's a sign because I love BTS so much it worked out that they didn't run out of cups at like 10 30 in the morning and I was like I got a cup for my sister but I do that shit all the time and for some reason things always kind of work out in my favor so I'm always looking for signs
1: yeah, I, 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 I'm a little bit more skeptical. Like, oh, and I kind of go back and forth on this. Well, I'm a I'm a bigger believer in coincidences than signs. But that said, there are some things that do happen sometimes where even I can't deny. I'm like, yeah, like that, apparently that was just meant to happen. That was just meant to be. But see, but um, on that point, is that, you is that can't always it or it. not? Yeah, and like, was it? Like, and like, I don't know, but it's just, it's interesting. That it's, some things just are not, you're not able to explain everything. And I love that. I, I That doesn't scare me. That doesn't bother me. I just think that there's some things that you can't explain.
2: Mm-hmm. I think, I think, and this is kind of evident in the book too, when you're presented with a great challenge or something that, um, I don't know, it doesn't really test. I guess it does test his beliefs because he is kind of questioning everything with this mouse and everything like that. And it, it really you go through that kind of challenge it really kind of shows who you are as a person i think and Mm -hmm. we're kind of really seeing who Dismas is as a person because he's going through these hardships he's going through the uh what's it called the penance right yeah he's going through all that and we're really kind of seeing who Dismas is and you know who his true character is through all of this and i think that being brought up because those situations that he's being presented with, those challenging situations.
1: Actually, that's really interesting that you bring that up because I, I, I didn't think about this until just now when you're talking about that. But we all seen kind of every side of Dismas, right? We see Dismas, the soldier and the fighter, join the yeah. battle. We see Dismas, the monk and the religious guy. And we see Dismas, the relic hunter. And we're seeing all these different sides of Dismas that he has to use. And he wouldn't be able to succeed in this task without all of those different sides, without embracing every every side of who he is. Yep. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I actually it, didn't put that together just now. Or <laughs> even to- seen...
2: oh, what? Go ahead. No, no,
0: no, go ahead. No, I was just saying like, I think we're seeing Dismiss' his own 2020. We know we started off with a man who was well-respected. <laughs> no, he was, he was a well-respected relic hunter. You know, he talked and gave his whole speech about like, we need to keep our art pure and whatnot. You know, he, he's loved by Frederick and Albrecht because he brings all those nice relics in. They're all authentic. And then he loses money. His money gets taken, you know, from the, the skeezy lawyer and takes everything that he's earned or earned. And then he goes to his bed. And then he's desperate. So then he does the fake shroud. And then he gets caught. And so he gets tortured and, you know, basically thinks he's going to die. And now, yeah. he's pay- and now he's like, okay, so now I have to really find the shroud and so he's he's going through all these ups and downs, and now you know, and it's it's a very well-rounded character because we're seeing both, you know, where he was on top and we've seen him all the way to his bottom, and so now well, we're seeing him continue to grow.
1: Find in the, sh- the shroud is just Mrs. Sourdough blood.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> got that. we we'll about that? <laughs>
1: I never got
0: that.
2: I love sourdough
1: bread, man.
0: No, but everyone's making
2: uh, it it's being at home,
0: and I get that. That's easy to
1: make. I it's love what
0: Roy Choi said because I watch I watch um on on YouTube and he was doing Roy Choi's uh kimchi. Yeah. and uh, they were joking he was like he was like, Oh, so is this like sour like doing sourdough? And he's like, Nah, kimchi is like times a hundred. So I was like, yeah, okay, that's pretty good because anybody can make sourdough, but kimchi is like that's some real
2: (laughs) shit right there. You know, and it's another thing I was thinking about, too. um, There's been consequences to Dismas's actions, right? Like he it's not like it's not like in the fantasy show where he does a mistake and then he's like he's so smart and crafty. He gets away now. He makes a fucking mistake and he nearly pays for it with his fucking life. Yeah. yeah, we cannot yeah. overlook
3: that. That was one big part of the book that I was like, his torture, what they did to him, they mutilated his body.
2: Yeah. That what, was like, he fucked up his ears, fucked up his hands. He did it back this
3: then. Is, this yeah, is, the, yeah, but these are the, religious, the, religious people. That's what gets to me.
1: I, I was think how, thinking about that. Like, the, the, most religious? Religious, yeah, the most religious people have the worst forms of punishment. they can't yeah, do that to yeah.
3: a human being right there. Like,
1: oh. Uh. Yeah. When about, you like, yourself the, did the same thing. They're talking man. about the wheel too, about like how like if they get caught, they're gonna be broken on the wheel, yeah. and oh, basically man, you... it it breaks like every bone in your body until it finally kills you. I mean that is that just sounds gruesome. They're they're like, if, if back you're back lucky, to... they start with the people head first to make it. Watch,
0: quick. do we not remember yeah. that they were like, oh yeah, they're spectators while this happens. Yeah. So right. even the people watching are fucking disgusting
1: human well, beings because I would not want to see that. They're still no, religious th- people, though. Yeah, they're, they're still those, following their religion, and they still watch same, nah. with- Yeah, those same people watch UFC right now. Uh, I guess <laughs> it's, it's same thing. we just seeing people like kill each other, basically. Well, mm-hmm. oh, you see, thing, you, you could
0: say sports. the same thing for sports, James. You really could. You could say you that you're—you're you're watching somebody get CTE or broken bones or when those players get knocked out, and you're like, "Oh my God, are they fucking moving?" I mean,
3: yeah. but here's my thing about that though. Yeah. They chose that. They chose that. They know what they're doing. They choose to get into that sport. These people I mean, are that, being tortured. <laughs> they're, they're being punished. They have no choice in that. Granted, you you could say their choices that led to that was what put them there. But still, though, at least when you're watching sports, these people signed up for
2: that,
1: and they're well, getting well still, compensated too. So let's you, throw that. You out have there. the people now that are obsessed with like serial killers and moto mysteries and podcasts right. and Netflix shows and everything yeah. else.
2: I can't. I can't listen to any of that I, shit.
1: I, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm with that. It fucks me up mentally. Like I feel like I'm living it. And I'd I know rather be so ignorant stupid. on that sort
1: of thing. <laughs> I'm, it's I'm just so saying.
0: Stupid, but I feel like I'm living it.
1: Yeah. I'm just saying that we, like, as as a species, we've always had a fascination with that stuff. And like, people yeah, watched tortures back <laughs> then, but it's, it. it's the same thing. But still
2: well, people though, would mean, watch hangings or like guillotines and everything like that. Yeah.
3: But still, I mean, these, these are religious people and. And what's in Malbranche did the same thing? He basically made a forgery of the uh, Saint Peter's boat.
2: Yeah, that's what gets uh,
3: you. That's hypocrisy right there. It's finest right there. You can do that, but then yeah, when Dismount does this to you, and you get caught because of your ego so because big, he got duped. You're, yeah, you're gonna torture him, and that's some horrible torture right there.
2: So it's yeah.
0: like the rich it, have one rules, and the and peasants have another. That's what it comes down to.
1: Yeah, the rich well, can the buy of-
0: their. Oh, go ahead, James.
1: I was going to say, that the fact that he only wanted to see Frederick just so he could see his face when he broke his heart. Oh, yeah. Like, like how bad was that? Like, Jesus.
3: And <laughs> I got to give props to Magda, man. She saw everything that did, all the disfigurement that Desmond went through, the ears, the hands, and he, she stuck by him.
2: Yeah, I didn't, I don't. I mean, you saw that coming a mile away. Like, as soon as I introduced her, I was like, oh, love they're going to Yeah, they're going to get
1: together. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but still, though, I mean, behind every good man is a good woman or
3: man, yeah, whatever you're I,
1: into. I appreciate that she's not just the love interest, though. She is kind of a badass She, she does. Over her. Right? She really yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, she does. And I, I liked her. I, I, I kind of thought it, about I kind of thought about this group as kind of like a and d group. Like, it's like like all the different characters and stuff coming together on their own little quests. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: what I kind of thought, too. I thought it was like Skyrim or something. I would like like yeah. like do a local quest.
3: I was 100% ready with the book if they killed Magda there.
2: I wasn't. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I really wasn't. You know why, though? Because Juan fucking loves redheads. That's why. James
1: oh, okay.
0: redheads. James loves fucking
1: <laughs> redheads. <laughs> I, I do have a thing. I do too. I and her. I love
0: Asian and I it, love Asian men.
1: It, it I love Asian men too. Hey, hey, Juan. It goes back to Jessica, I mean, Rabbit, right? Oh. Yeah. So yeah everyone knows that. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That's what oh, God. <laughs> I agree with like.
2: Honestly, I to me, you, if man. Magda died, it, I I didn't get that connection right away. I know she's badass and she holds her own weight. I don't know. I
3: guess her.
2: I I I've dropped so many books because
3: my favorite character dies. So many books, and I just—I just—you never,
0: never read Game of Thrones?
3: I read yeah. Game of Thrones. I could do with that because I knew where that's coming from. But I mean, <laughs>
1: <they're>, <laughs> they deserved it. <laughs> yeah, f- yeah, f- you Joffrey, you deserve to die. Uh, uh, so I think we're getting to the point. Um, now we can kind of talk about what's coming up. So we again we end on a fucking cliffhanger, just like we did last time. We're about to finally see the shroud. Who the picks? They, they, they it. did.
2: They did show it. I thought no. They though,
1: the, they opened the box, but we, we haven't seen it yet.
2: Oh, I, got, it. Well,
3: I, I guess I read one chapter too many then.
2: Well, no, because so, I went through chapter 34,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and the, chapter
0: 34 ends when they're about to open the box, yeah.
1: Well, he was, like, yeah. unfolding it.
0: What's in the box? Yeah, but we, like,
1: they, haven't, they haven't described it yet. We just, like, they opened the shorter box. Is and gotten, like shorter is cat, more like But the, <laughs> they, they've hinted that there's something different about this shroud, something special about it. And so I want, and they're also hinting that there's another group who might be trying to steal the shroud. Yeah.
3: Oh so, yeah. How do we overlook that? Uh, I, that is one. I, I
1: didn't, didn't pick that up. I, I want to yeah. end by like looking ahead. Like, so what do you guys think? Like, what do you guys think about like, the shroud itself? And what do you guys think about the possibility of, of, of a competing group?
3: It's going to be I the know. amazing race for the final shroud at this
2: point, at the end. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't catch that at all. There's another group coming.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's two groups. Uh, in whatever bishop or whatever higher authority yeah. showing him the uh, the shroud.
1: That that duke that has all the the shit wrong with him. Yeah, that, like uh, he's really sick. Like the like, like Florence he, guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's connected to the pope, uh-huh. and Dismas is thinking that his like like their group is trying to also steal the shroud.
3: Yeah, and it's, and so, it's
0: actually actually cool. The Pope is sick, so the shroud is supposed to heal people. So I could see them wanting to steal it for the Pope oh, yeah. to be like, "Oh, it's it's got healing power." Oh, well, then plus
2: oh, two man. is Jesus. Oh, it oh, would oh. be supposedly the the cloak that Jesus was, and I think the Pope would love to have that, wouldn't he? Right? Yeah. That pope, and, oh, yeah. Creepy man.
3: Did y'all catch that he was raping, did you, did you know was raping women uh, while he had syphilis and giving syphilis to them? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes. That, that was that
3: like that? That
0: wasn't that wasn't the Pope. That was a uh, Florence the, the guy we're the giving. Duke. The Duke. Yeah. yeah.
3: No, no, I was also the um the guy they mentioned too. The the one that had
2: syphilis. They both had syphilis.
0: They both have syphilis. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: whatever. Everyone but, gets syphilis. A... Again, going back to the very first chapter in the book. Again, Pope Leo ends up with a shroud in his tomb. Now it's it's a fake shroud, but we don't know what fake shroud it is or how he gets it yet. I feel like, so, why
0: do I feel like it's Nars and Dismas's shroud?
1: Yeah. So th- that, <laughs> That'd that, be great. That, that's my prediction. Is that like the the Duke's group ends up stealing the real shroud, but then Dismas swaps it out with the fake shroud, um, and then the Pope ends up with Knowledge's fake shroud
0: again. Ocean's Eleven, so, Ocean's Eleven was, yeah, I was a thinking day. of uh, he that he had
2: his money. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking of National Treasure. You know, in the scene when Sean Bean comes in and they like he has to he has the constitution and, <laughs> and they they somehow switch it out and then he gets the fake constitution and then yeah um, exactly. and, the and then Sean Bean doesn't die in that movie which is a travesty
1: <laughs> no Zach
2: what you they don't tell that? you
1: Zach what they don't tell you is in that movie Sean Bean's character actually had really bad pancreatic cancel he, <laughs> <ends laughs> <up,
2: laughs> he does actually end up dying at the end of it <laughs> <laughs> too soon man too soon <laughs> You're going to talk about pancreatic <laughs> cancer when Trebek just went I'm out. about
0: to say, I <laughs> Trebek. I oh, know,
2: oh, I'm, not, I'm I think, I think <laughs> the hot blonde is Magda, right, from National Treasure, right? So the hot blonde, and they're going to get some lemon juice and some semen.
1: Why
0: does part of me, hey, why does part of me want Magda to be a double agent? Like she don't don't like do me like that. Don't don't like, I don't know.
2: Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. I like that idea. That would be cool. No, like, she's really wh-
0: working for the Pope.
1: I'm coming
2: after honestly, you, Martin. if
1: that happens. Honestly, <laughs> what's, what, scares me, what scares me is that she's going to do too good of a job helping the Duke and they're going to kidnap her and take her back and help like, make her heal the Pope. Like, that's, yeah. the, that's the thing that kind of scares me she's a little bit. Because oh, she does back. have
2: kind of like apothecary skills and stuff.
0: No, yeah, she is like a pretty skilled apothecary from her dad. Yeah.
1: She's a was witch. that her dad or the surgeon? Well, like, yeah, oh, dad's fun. Dad sent to her to learn.
0: No, her dad was an apothecary, and her dad worked with the surgeon. That's why she knew him.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. She's a no. witch, is what I heard. Oh, my God. <laughs> All the uh, really... witches.
2: I lost a lot of the detail there, honestly, because I was bored to tears. And that's, that's
0: why you that. have to read I'll audiobook puts out. me the fuck to sleep i don't know how no. you listen to an audiobook i it can listen to an audiobook
2: sleep. all day long but that no. that last part of it was so fucking boring i'm sorry i i loved it i was
1: i was intrigued yeah, the whole time
0: i really did too i just i feel like when i read i get a bit like i use my own imagination when someone's reading to me i can't pick up enough
2: he or... does a really good job though of the different characters though, I think.
0: Oh no, he was putting me you to sleep. I, I, this is the same audiobook that <laughs> yeah, we were listening to. I was freaking falling it's asleep. An it's an Audible.
3: an <laughs> By the way, Audible sponsor us someday, please.
1: Well, they everybody fair. else. Yeah. To be fair, the first chapter was the worst chapter to listen to.
2: I
3: don't
1: remember oh, anything
2: from yeah. the first chapter. Like you're saying Pope Leo had the shroud and it I don't remember anything.
0: Oh that was like
3: cool. more
2: like a prelogue kind
3: of thing right
0: there. That wasn't yeah. the first chapter. When they were talking about the shroud and stuff, that was the it, preface. It, it,
1: yeah, preface. Yeah, preface uh, the intro whatever, but they do it, I think it is important. Like it's it's in there for a reason. Yeah, they wouldn't mention it for so, without, you know. Could be a McGuff. Yeah. Hmm,
2: maybe.
0: McGuff. Did you really say oh, McGuff the crime MacGuff, dog? Red herring, red
1: herring. Red herring. Well, what I can was, drugs do for you, kids? the right? <laughs> I, we'll, I guess we'll find out next week because we're going to finish the book. So we get to see what happens. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah,
0: Juan will actually read this week because he went so far ahead. So he's actually
2: like. <laughs> yeah, he can't go any further Ron. this time. Actually,
3: I'm three chapters already.
2: Oh my God.
0: I hate you, Juan. I hope Maggie is shade. I thought it was 36. And I was like, no, you I didn't. No,
2: you didn't because you fucking <laughs> texted hope... me.
0: I, I hope yeah. double yeah, I, and she basically
2: I,
1: so I want I want Magda to die on the last page so,
2: I, I don't I'm really have my predictions I I agree with what Martha was saying though I think I think that yeah I don't really have any much anything to add I don't know why I'm talking
1: so <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which okay, I have to say this like because it's been kind of in my head since I've read this. If he's friends with the three the three soldiers, why didn't he just tell them their plan, pay them off, pretend they stole the shroud, and be like, "Here you go," and just he goes off on his merry way?
1: Why I they're thought
3: religious? About they're that. religious. One of them is religious, right there. He's he's afraid of enduring the rap. I know. Of
0: God. I'm just like, if I'm friends and if it was us, I'd be like, "Yo, let's just like fucking pretend we stole it." i'll pay you off you go your separate ways they'll never find us and happily ever after Or,
1: or just like have i just have knowledge copy it and give I'll like the copy that's what i was saying like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was literally
2: about to say that james yeah <laughs> i'm
1: like why do they have to swap it out i like just give the
0: copy. Again, this is why we're not authors okay we're like oh fuck, it just ended already copy I'm done with, here.
3: I'm, I'm, i've had a lot of fan fiction <laughs> Some <laughs> would say that's a form of author.
2: Some DC fan oh. no, like sneaky fan fiction.
3: Oh yeah, sneaky fan fiction Ooh,
1: Sexy fan fiction. Uh, Speaking of fan fiction, what's your fan fiction pick of the week, Juan? Here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on! That was a that, that was a good segue.
3: Uh, all right. Mine isn't as good as Zach's was last week. He's like, oh, you know,
2: D. Who gives a and fuck, dude?
3: But I am big on fantasy. I love fantasy books. That's what I read mostly. So getting into this book was a little bit hard, but I have to recommend *Red Sister* by Mark Lawrence. I don't know if you ever heard of Mark Lawrence. though. I have not.
0: He's he a Lawrence brother. They did a lot of Disney films. I've heard of Mark Lawrence. I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> I, want to drop, I
0: want to drop out of the podcast.
2: <laughs> just go on with it, you bitch.
1: Oh, uh,
3: Red Sister, it's about... It has nuns that kill. Nuns <laughs> that assassinate. It fits into the story of this book. Religion, <laughs> nuns, they kill. Okay? Oh my god. Okay, go ahead, Juan. Okay. No, that's, that's literally the premise. They, these are nuns that can kill.
2: Do they have, like, magic powers? or?
3: No, they're just assassin and... Actually, actually, there's a few that has magic power, but yeah, it's about this orphan girl named Nona.
1: It's
3: about this orphan girl named Nona that belongs to. She basically gets herself in prison, about to get executed, and one of these nuns saves her and brings her into their monastery, and they teach her all their skills, they teach her how to survive, how to do poisons, how to kill, how to assassinate, how to stay in the shadows, and it it has one of the best endings for a, a fantasy book you'll ever see, you'll ever read.
1: I but what make, what makes it fantasy? I'm just curious.
3: There is four tribes of people and each tribe of people have different g- genetic prowesses.
1: Some oh, are okay. fast,
3: some are biggest giants and there's a few there's a little bit of magic in there too. So.
1: Okay.
2: Cool. It's 100% it one of my favorite books to read. Why is it called it, Red Sisters if nuns are they they wear black?
3: They have, they have different forms of like because the one of the enemies
1: is
2: is the yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously,
0: Juan, that sounds like a fucking amazing book, and I it want does. to read it It now.
1: sounds like ass.
0: But I am is going to say, st- it- Juan, I'm... Oh, go ahead, James. I was just
1: going to ask, is, is it a, a standalone book, or is it a series? No, it's,
3: a, it's a
0: series,
1: so yeah. Okay. I was just okay.
0: Juan, I sent you a movie recognition because you like nuns that are... <laughs> bad. This is called Little Hours. It's got Aubrey Plaza. Austin I'm Reed. in. I'm mm-hmm. in. no oh No. No, no, no. But this mm-hmm. fucking movie is like,
2: love me so I well, love it. it. And Nick Augerman game- too?
0: Yeah. It fits the <laughs> theme. Yeah. It fits the theme on sense. the book Thank we're you. reading. Because okay. it's basically about religious, like, they're religious and they're like telling people to fuck off and they're having sex and they're dancing naked and but they're supposed to be nuns. Do you so see Aubrey
3: naked is... Plaza
1: naked? <laughs> I
0: think we see Aubrey Plaza's boobs. Right? I
1: am more so I, than I, I maybe we yeah. see,
0: I think we do, or we see side boob.
1: That works for me.
0: <laughs> no, we that, do see Aubrey Plaza naked because they're dancing in the fo- yes. We do see. Oh, her and naked. Allison
2: Breeze in this too, and John C. Riley. Holy
0: shit.
1: It is an amazingly funny movie.
0: But since you like Girl. Bad Nuns, I suggest this book for you, Juan.
1: Bad Nuns. Or this movie. <laughs> I thought Bad you said nuns. what I was talking about,
3: Bad Nuns. In the <laughs> but I do really recommend The Reds of the Trilogy.
0: I, anything Mark Lawrence
3: does is pretty good. He's a pretty good author. And,
0: All right, we're ending this. So as we said, you heard uh, we're going to finish the book next week. and
3: Maybe, maybe. maybe.
0: it won't. We won't yes. leave this on a damn cliffhanger anymore we'll actually find out what happens and we won't you talk know, to us everyone's dead already um and then after we finish the book next week we talk about that and we pick another book so yes, we do Ooh. yep be prepared so yep we are done for this week well, everyone thanks for listening yeah. and we will see you next week bye, bye everybody love you guys